It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And welcome back to The Working Week. This is Car Con Carne, still being held in captivity. It's Quarantine Con Carne. I'm James Van Osdell, and I encourage you at some point between now and the end of December to get yourself registered for the Car Con Carne email list. One person at random will win a $50 gift card to Byron's Hot Dogs, two locations in Chicago, one on Irving Park, the other on Lawrence, and uh, lots of goodies await if you sign up for the Car Con Carne newsletter, and you could do so right from the homepage of carconcarne.com. This is the first of two interviews we're doing tonight, and it is joining me, Chef Haley from Hard Bitten. Good evening, Chef. Hi. One of the themes I keep coming back to and have come back to since March, since lockdown started, since the pandemic became real, um, this idea of innovating around and innovating through it, and your story really speaks to that. You were... Well, six years ago, you graduated culinary school. Since then, you've worked all over. You, you've made your mark. And then the wheels came off. Tell me, tell me what happened as it relates to you around the pandemic and what you did from there. Yeah. Um, so my last job, I was an executive uh, downtown. And I was there for about a year and a half. And then the pandemic happened, of course. And it kept, they kept telling us that we weren't going to go back for another two weeks. And then it was another two weeks and then it was three weeks. So I had posted it online on my Instagram where I had a very few following. And I said, if anyone was interested in buying pasta, you know, just hand rolled raviolis, like nothing serious or like intense. And I think six people said yes. And so I made and sold my pasta to them. And then after that, the week after that, more people kept saying they wanted pasta, right? So I was like, I have to do that because that's what people want, right? So I did the one pasta and then I thought I can't just have one pasta. I need to have six different types of pasta. Now, my perception is making pasta is just a time consuming mess. Yeah, I was up until... Uh, about four or five in the morning every day, just making raviolis. So and it, I, not, not a scalable solution. Uh, it, I mean, I was doing, in the beginning, I was doing like, you know, 20 orders a week. Okay. And then after week three, I was doing over 50 orders a week. So hey, was that just word of mouth? Is, is that just how that started to grow? People exactly. on social? My Instagram. That's awesome. But I had a very small following and it was just enough for people to, for people to want to order it. And then they told their friends and then their parents and their families. And so I would make it all and just deliver it to wherever they lived. And so I was like, well, I want to stay, you know, in the mix. So I added three sauces and then I added two pies to my menu, just like, for fun, you know, I'll make some money and then I'll be done and then we'll go back to work. Right. But so, so that was your thought at the time was this is a stopgap until everything gets back to normal. Just exactly. a, just a way to keep, keep your, your chops in order and keep, keep things moving forward. Keep yourself 
fresh and vital. Exactly. I was like, I'm going to go back to work in a few weeks because, you know, they keep telling us two weeks, three more weeks, whatever. And um, this is just fine. I'll make some extra cash. Like, yeah, it's not a big deal. Right. So I didn't go back to work because, you know, all of the locations ended up closing of where I worked at. And um, I was like, I need to do something. I can't sit here and hope that things might go back to normal. So I kept making pasta for the first four months, three to four months. And it was hard because, you know, should I go find a job? Should I like do something to keep myself busy? So summer. And that's a question, a question so many people face. And it wasn't necessarily, should I, it was, could I even, can I even, is that even possible? There's no job. Yeah. It's still the question today. Yeah, there's no jobs. What was I supposed to do? I had nothing else to lose. Like, what's the worst thing I'm going to like, that's going to happen. People aren't going to want to order my food anymore. Like, oh, no, you know, so I kept posting more items. Maybe people would want to buy my dinners, you know, I'll make dinners and deliver it. Right. And then that worked. I think like the first week, seven, eight dinners. And then after that, it was 12 dinners. And then the week after that was 20 dinners. And then I, you know, I was like, well, now I'm starting to get really busy. And it got to a point where I was like, I think I need to make a business out of this. I think I'm able to like start like becoming serious about what I'm doing. And And this was out of luck. (laughs) Did did you even have a name or a website or anything at that point? Like did Hardman exist at, at that point? At that point, I had my Instagram, which was, which is just Hardbitten. So that's it. Like I just used that. And what I was doing was I was using a little bit of uh, inappropriate text to say like, hey guys, buy my nudes. (laughs) As in noodles. (laughs) Yeah, noodles. Well played. I I love, I love wordplay. Yeah, thank you. And people thought it was hilarious. What can I say? I, I just tried to use it. So then I was like, you know, who wants to eat my nudes? Who wants to, you know, who wants me to deliver their nudes to them? And like I said, like you said, word on play. So that kept going and then I did the dinners. And like, this isn't, this is just me not hoping this is serious. This gets any serious because I'm hoping that things can go back to normal and I can get a job again. Right. But things are extending and we're not able to find jobs because everywhere is so closed. So I needed to stay relevant and I added an entire pastry list to my, to what I was offering. I am not a pastry chef. I don't advertise as a pastry chef, Um, but that's what people want. People are upset. People are, you know, stressed out of after what's going on right now. And what do they want? They want sweets. They want things to make them feel better. Yeah. We want to eat our feelings. Exactly. So I made these pretty decorative pies and pop tarts and things that were colorful that people were like, Oh my God, that's so pretty. Like, I totally want to, like, I'm so sad this week. I can't celebrate my birthday with my friends. I'm just going to order a whole pie to myself. And that's what I was like trying to advertise to. So you're not a pastry chef. I mean, I'm, I don't want to downplay myself. Like, of course I have studied pastry and I, worked as a pastry chef before when I was um, at True, but my expertise is savory. I've always been 
interested in just being a chef, you know, the grit of it, but that's just what people want right now. And I'm not going to tell them no. Cause I, I'm looking at the stuff you're baking and making. I mean, just, right, well, let's just get into the pop tarts uh, because yeah. I have hard bitten pop tarts here. Now these, you think you know what a pop tart is. And then you see what chef Haley has done. I'm going to hold this up. This is one of your Christmas, but look at this. Yeah. These are my Christmas edition pop tarts. Um, the dough is dyed red for red. Another one is green. Um, that red one is a cranberry raspberry filling. <laughs> yes, it is. You I see. see I'm, I'm more of a, a fruit dessert guy as opposed to chocolate. So this is perfect. Can I, can I eat this as we talk? I hope so. <laughs> so this is what I started to become known for was these pop tarts, the flakiness. They're just a little bit different than what you would get from the store. I just wanted like a homemade pastry that people were like, you know, they can't get at the store. It's not overly sweet. It looks like it's going to be super sweet, but it's not. Yeah. The is dough there... has no sugar in it. Oh, this is fantastic. And I like, uh, whatever you have this on top and it adds a little crunch to it. I like texturally. This, this is really interesting. Cream. Yes. Yeah. I just make a cream cheese frosting and I just lace that on. So that's where the sweetness is, is all in the filling and all on the icing. The actual dough is no sugar in it. I like that. Otherwise it would be too much. Right. That's exactly what I think. Oh, this is delicious. So this, Oh my gosh. All right. Let's break open the other one too. Okay, and then that one is my, Peppermint white chocolate. <laughs> huh? I like I like white chocolate. I like that. That's pure sugar. That is. Uh... Oh yeah. Oh, this looks great. And of course, again, happy holidays. Exactly. But this this goes to exactly what you're saying about people just want to see bright, colorful, comforting, fun things. Like exactly. this just screams out, "Try me." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my entire Pop-Tart list, I have about seven or eight flavors. And then obviously these are my Christmas editions. Um, but it didn't stop there, okay? So people would ask me, they're like, do you know how to do cakes? And I will admit, I did not have any experience doing cakes. I'm not a cake artist. I've never been a cake chef. I've never been interested in learning how to do it. But people were asking me. So now I started doing cakes and now I'm known for my cakes. I won first place in the week of treats cake competition. Yeah, oh. that was exciting. That was great. Uh, this white chocolate peppermint. Yep. Uh, uh, it peppermint's the star for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, th this is delicious. Thank you. Th th I mean, this is su such a seasonal, I mean, it's your Christmas pop tart. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This, this is, Hey, I've got to keep the interview going, but I really just want to eat these pop tarts. The, this I mean, is just ask can, me questions and then I'll just keep talking. That's usually how I do it. So, okay. Just give long answers. Oh, good. Okay. So you're talking about cake. Sorry. Yeah. Doing cakes. So I didn't have any experience doing them, like I said, and um, this is what people wanted, right? They want, they're asking me to do their cakes for their, for their, you know, birthdays and baby showers and gender reveals. And of course, like, I don't want to tell people no, because I want to, be as if I can do anything. <laughs> so I taught myself how to do cakes and it was a process. I'll admit the first few cakes for people could have been better. And now, but now I was able to see what I was, you know, what I could have done better. So this is what I'm getting known for is my pop tarts and my cakes. 
well, it's an easy hook. I mean, I look at your Instagram and I look at your website. They just, they kind of sell themselves. Yeah. There's, they're, there's gorgeous pictures of pastries and going through that list of pop tarts, the different flavors, the, the one I'm coming back for, I'm coming back for the blueberry and lemon curd that, that, that spoke to me. Yeah, that actually I added in the end of the summer and that seems to be my most popular one right now. I'm very surprised. That's a great combination. It sounds amazing. Now for people who do need their chocolate, you've got straight up chocolate, you've got s'mores, Mm-hmm. Uh, the combination of Nutella and raspberry, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I uh, I think Nutella is great, but I already have an all chocolate one, so I wanted to add some fruit to it. So I love it. And then you've got cherry and mixed berry, apple pie, mm-hmm. and banana and chocolate. That's a, another fantastic combination. Yeah, thank you. So, okay, so we can order the Pop-Tarts from your site. Let's keep talking. Again, the site is hardbitten, H-A-R-D-B-I-T-T-E-N-N. Dot com. Um, so you got past the cakes. Where are we in the in the life cycle of Hardbitten at this point? So for Thanksgiving, I sold over 150 pies. That's and I mean that's like retailer level stuff coming out of your personal kitchen. Um, it, I'm actually in a ghost kitchen. Okay, mm-hmm. it, so it's haunted. Yes. Exactly. That's why I like to be there. That's why the darkness and the yeah, Halloween never goes away. Not for me. No, mm-hmm. if you no, not for me. So you're working out of the ghost kitchen. You're cranking out 150 pies for Thanksgiving. Yes. And th- that's not all I did pies. I offered my um, fluffy sweet rolls, which are just cinnamon buns, but I offer four different flavors of those as well. Um, I of course was doing pies and my pop tarts and cakes for Thanksgiving. Is it just you? Yes. I, I'm exhausted just thinking about it. This seems like a, a good news, bad news thing. Like good news. The orders are coming in bad news. Oh my God. I have to find a way to fulfill all of them. Yes. I believe I turned away two people only. I got to a point where I actually looked at everything and I was like, holy shit, stop. I couldn't do anymore. So uh, I was sleeping three hours a night a week before Thanksgiving. I believe then, it. Yes. So it's things- I, I love that you did this and I love that it took off in the way that it did. And this is, this is one of those great stories. I mean, it's word of mouth. It's, it's just everything about it is smart and you could have as so many have and nothing wrong with it. Waited for something to happen, waited for everything to quote, get back to normal, but I get it. Like you, you want to keep yourself, your career, your, your brand moving forward. And this is how you did it. Yeah, this is exactly how I had to do it. Um, It was a lot of hoping it would work out, not expecting it to work out. Um, As you can see from the poster behind you that I gave you, uh, stay negative. That has been my entire life mantra, like forever. And I I, I was going to ask because it sounds a little, well, negative. Exactly. So hard bitten is another word for cynical. And that is exactly how I've lived my whole life. I've, you know, worked in kitchens, of course, with a lot of men, and I've had to kind of fight my way in there. It kind of fucking sucked. It really did. And it, and it was fun. Don't get me wrong, but it, it did. And you kind of have to be a bitch and you kind of have to be cynical and you kind of have to be rude to, you know. To, like, I've heard that before, for sure. Yeah. So it's just always been how I 
live my life is negative. Nothing matters. Everything sucks kind of thing. It's like you're managing expectations. If you, if you don't expect too much, you'll always be happily surprised. Exactly. So of course, was this going to go off? I was hoping, but if not, then who cares? So Hardbitten was already my Instagram name and I wanted to keep a play on it. So I kept that as my name. And a lot of people don't know what that means. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's funny to me because I know what it means. And you know what? Buy my Pop-Tarts. Don't buy my Pop-Tarts. Who gives a fuck? Like, that's it. Who? Nothing matters. Like, who you're, cares? You're my hero. You're my hero. <laughs> like, you don't have to eat them. Who cares? But no, I, I, I disagree, Chef Haley. You do have to eat these. These are... Uh... I mean, yes, they do. But if they don't, like... I got to be honest. You drop these off. Uh-huh. And I, I have children here. I had to smuggle them into my home office, kind of like smuggling hashish out of Turkey. I had to be like furtive under the cover of darkness because I knew the second they, they caught a glimpse of these, it, it would be a negotiation. Um, oh, yeah. It'd be a discussion. I'm hoarding these right now. And I hid them. And I have no regrets. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But if it does make it better, I do a lot of Pop-Tarts for a lot of parties. I, I would imagine. I bet these are a hit. Because oh, yeah. I got to tell you, with, especially with the fruit flavor, it doesn't feel, I don't feel guilty eating it. It, it doesn't yeah. come with that, that sense of guilt that a big heavy dessert treat has because it, it, it feels so light and it doesn't have that overwhelming sweetness. It, it just feels, uh, okay, it's a little snack. Yeah, that I sounds have, I can have another. Yeah, yeah, they, I uh, sell them by six. That's perfect. And again, hard bitten with two N's dot com. Uh, so heading into the holidays, I, I know you have the, the next round of holidays. Um, I know you have a lot going on. You've got a Christmas menu. Yes, uh, you're do. doing beef, beef Wellington. I swear to God, I, I, I thought about this today. I don't think I've ever had beef Wellington. My knowledge of beef Wellington, I think, begins and ends with Gordon Ramsay berating people about beef Wellingtons on Hell, Hell's Kitchen. That's about all I know. Uh, all I know yep. is it's hard to do. It's not that it's hard to do. It's just time consuming. And I enjoy that. So it's, I was actually selling a lot of beef Wellington when I started doing my dinners in the beginning, because that's how I was trying to entice people like with this very expensive, nice, you know, dinner. So of course I was trying to reel people in with that. And um, I thought it's a very nice thing to do for Christmas. So I thought why not do a whole thing for it for Christmas. So it does take a lot of time. You like the process. As a chef, you like the the artistry of assembling it and creating it and taking it to the finish line. Yeah, absolutely. So it does take some time and I'm happy, more than happy to do it just because I enjoy it. I don't know. And raspberry key lime pie. Again, raspberry is an ingredient. Um, berries are just really all the fruit you can get right now. <laughs> Which are awesome. And then I, I'm a fan of sweet potatoes. You have a sweet potato and toasted marshmallow pie. See, I, yeah. I could eat that any season. Forget fall, forget Christmas. That, that's good for me 12 months a year. I, I would eat that anytime. Oh, so would I. Um, I was actually doing that one for Thanksgiving, and I had a lot of people asking me to keep that on for Christmas. So I thought, why not? Oh, why not? Absolutely. So people can order... I'm assuming based on your Thanksgiving experience, you had to turn a couple of people away. I'm assuming you'll hit some kind of cutoff soon. So people should, if, if they're interested, they should probably plan sooner than later to order. Yes. I am trying to get ahead of the game 
kind of like how I failed with it on Thanksgiving. And I posted my menu on December 1st. So people can just start planning, can start looking to see what else is out there. Yes, there is a cutoff and it is about, I believe six or seven, six days before Christmas. I wrote it on the page. Um, but for my mental health, I definitely have to have a cutoff date this time. No doubt. And for all of us, we've been stuck at home. Yes, we've done carry out from different places, but more often than not, we've been preparing meals at home and it just feels awesome to know that, okay, with the holiday coming up, yeah, we're not, we're not going to anyone's house. Let's, let's do this right. Let's make this really, let's make it feel like a celebration in spite of the world being on fire. Yeah, exactly. And why not have a chef with, with Michelin training come deliver it to your house? Yes. And you get to talk to the chef. Like you get to actually meet the person who makes your food. Right. You know, I feel people have really missed during this whole pandemic. They really miss talking to people and, you know, talking to their friends and people who aren't their friends and the whole social aspect. So people get to actually meet the person who's making their food. And I feel like people are really connecting to that. So I feel like that's really helped me a little bit. Oh, I love that. I love that. So knowing that things have gone the way they have and, and things look great and deservedly and understandably. So you got to figure out how to scale this up. Have you, do you have, what's your plan for 2021? Cause it feels like any second now you'll, you'll, you won't be able to wrap your arms around it anymore. You're going to need backup. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I got to create my own job. I get to, you know, eventually pay myself and make jobs for other people. How cool is that? It's the best. That's right? the American dream. That's the American dream right there. That's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, if what, like I become busy. I can't wait. I can't wait till this is just constant and I can offer jobs to other people and I can help you know, create something that other people can't get other places. Well, it's interesting. I, we all can't wait for restaurants to reopen and that'll be wonderful and to have that experience again. But I yeah. think coming out of the pandemic, there are certain expectations we're going to take from the pandemic and apply to what's next. And I think some of that convenience that Chef Haley bringing me this lovely dinner at home, we're going to expect things like that. Yeah. And I think this this sort of thing is here to stay. Glass half full, an experience like what you're providing, I, I think will be an expectation heading into the new year and beyond. I'm looking forward to that. I'd like this to keep going. I love it. I, I just, I, I, like I said, being able to innovate and, and just find out, like you really had a chance to discover who you are, what you're capable of. Like you, you, you were, I mean, you were put to the test, truly. The pandemic challenged you and you found a way to really come to terms with who you are and what you can do. And it's awesome. I appreciate that. And to be completely honest with you, I've done this all out of spite. I Can you believe that? Yeah, that just killed all the feel good vibe I was trying to create. But yes, that's great. Exactly. <laughs> so um, my father was worried that, you know, oh, after six months, you're not going to be able to do this. You're going to, you know, people are going to want to go to restaurants again because they miss them. So that's why I kept pushing. And I had other people who were like, well, I can do that better than you. That's perfectly fine, but I'm going to keep going. So I just kept pushing because I found the energy from that. To keep I going. Com 
completely, <laughs> I completely get that. I completely identify with that. I, when I, you know, I, my career started in radio broadcasting, traditional FM radio. And when I went to school for radio, there'd be these old grizzled radio professionals who'd been in the, the business for 20, 30 years. And inevitably in front of every class, they'd say, well, if you want to get into radio, plan on being unemployed a lot and moving to a shitty town, working shitty hours, playing shitty music. And it's guys like that. And it was guys, let's be clear, uh, guys like that who made me say, oh, fuck you. I'm going to figure out how to do this. And, exactly. and so I basically like the second someone says you can't do it. Wow. What a great reason to turn around and say, no, fuck you. I got this. Exactly. And you did it. So yeah. I, I completely get it. I completely understand. I support your spiteful move. I appreciate that. I, really, I support you as well. Thank you. All right. So again, the website is hardbitten with two ends.com. Also the Instagram, uh, you could just spend a day looking at those pictures. And uh, I did. And uh, if you're just looking for a little snack, a little, a little something, it's fruit. So it's good for you. Uh, these pop tarts are magnificent. So thank uh, you. Thanks for doing this, Chef Haley. I, I wish you best of luck heading into the new year, and I, I wish you more growth and success. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.